0: the newest episode of jukebox Two, your favorite music podcast my name is jay burritos i'm your host of this thing your master of millennial music as you would call it and uh i'm here to bring you another episode of your favorite music podcast where we discuss music news reviews and conversation that's jukebox two baby i would like to welcome you back to this show i would like to thank you from taking a break thank you for taking a break from the uh from the scissor album i know that I'm, uh, I'm taking you away from what you'd rather be listening to, what you'd rather be doing. And I just appreciate the fact that you saw that notification on your phone, whether it was on YouTube or your favorite uh, podcast app of choice. You saw that, hey, Jukebox 2 is available. What are they talking about? And you hit that. You stopped yourself from listening to the scissor album, and you're here with me today. So I just want to thank you uh, personally, Candy Boo, OG Buck Nasty, and everybody else who just took time away <laughs> from listening to their music. To come listen to me talk about music for a little while i want to talk about how um today's episode is going to be about spotify wrapped um the the gift that spotify gives us at the end of the year uh, where they they take our data and they throw it back at us and uh, sometimes embarrass us with the results and i would like to uh talk mainly about that that's going to be our main topic today but i'd also just like to sit down and reflect how we're already at the end of the year <laughs> it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me that we're already in the middle of December that we're already in the like midst (laughs) of the end of another year. Like this is our third year in the pandemic. Right. And we're already at the end of it. Um, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It just feels like December popped up on us and, and it's here and the year is over and we're already moving into a new year. And I'm just like, what did I do this year? What did I do last year? would I do the year before that? Is anybody else feeling that feeling of just like, I know time is a construct, but is anybody feeling it being real extra constructy lately (laughs) where it just feels like it doesn't mean anything like a day, a month, a year doesn't mean the same thing anymore. That's not the main topic. I just wanted to bring that to y'all's attention because that's what I've been thinking about this whole time. I just cannot believe, I mean, I'm recording this episode on the 11th and it's coming out on the 12th. We are in December, 12, 12. Think about it. Think about it. I just love doing that for no reason. Anyway, like I said, um, today's main topic is is basically about Spotify Wrapped. Um, before we get into my Spotify Wrap personally and just the entire process, I do want to thank everybody for. Uh, I feel like y'all showed out <laughs> on the last episode for sure. Um, I got I got a lot more uh, uh, engagement in the comments and a lot more views uh, than usual on last week's episode where we talked about uh, the Sweet Yams, the the song by Fetty Wap. Uh, but actually by Masego and Devin Morrison. Um, but we ended up talking about that and y'all went crazy in the views and y'all went crazy in the comments. And I just want to say thank you. Um, I'm not sure if that's supposed to encourage me to stay in my hater bag because people that, you know, know me that that follow me on Twitch um, know that currently I'm in my hater era. I mean, right now, my big thing, we're, we're two weeks away from Christmas. And my big thing is that apparently, you know, people hate that I hate the Grinch, the, the Jim Carrey movie. We don't have to talk about that right now we can talk about that later trust me i got content coming but um you know i'm I'm in my hater era right now and i think it 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 came together with the last episode talking about Fetty wop and how that song really wasn't his and how i would give anything including my leg i'd give anything in the world (laughs) to make it so he does not come back to the mainstream Um, and, and I don't know if y'all fuck with that and you want more of it, or (laughs) I don't know if it was just a hot button topic. I don't know, but, uh, best believe I got many more things to hate on. And, uh, when those opportunities do arise, I will be sure to put my hater hat back on and uh, get back in my bag as the kids say, or as they used to say back in the day, I wouldn't know I'm getting old (laughs) anyway, y'all Spotify wrapped. So. Every single year, uh, at least since what, like 2018, I feel like uh, Spotify has, has thrown our data back at us and said, hey. This is what you've been doing all year with your time. You know, they've been making it a little fancier every year with the graphics and the motion. And now it's like it's, it's like a story, like an Instagram story, but it's actually in the app and you can take the screenshots and post them everywhere. And everybody knows, like, you know, no, late November, early December. It's all you see on the timeline. If you got people on your timeline that are that are music heads, that all they do is talk about music. That's mainly all you see is the Spotify wrapped uh, uh, stats. And uh, lately, I believe uh, Apple just started theirs. Uh, YouTube Music has one as well. I wouldn't be surprised if Pandora has one. Um, but basically, it's just it's one of those things that like we're we're all very much like a lot of us. I know myself included are very much like big brother, you know, data. How are you using my data against me type shit? You know, when we get those really, really weird and personalized ads. But th- this is one of my blind spots. I'm gonna be honest. I, I like it. <laughs> I li- y'all know I love music. And I also love data, to be honest, and to, to have our personal data spat back out to us and for it to have turned into like what looks like Spotify's most popular marketing campaign. It's probably one of music's biggest marketing campaigns ever. Um, it's just some really cool shit to me, honestly. Uh, but the problem is on a personal level, I haven't been able to actually look at accurate stats for my uh, Spotify rap for years. So I believe they just, like I said, they just started making it like the, you know, the big flashy graphics and sending you the email in the inbox like, hey, your Spotify Wrapped is ready. They just started doing that maybe a few years ago. And I got my dog, Bino, in 2018. And he is a he, he's a Jack Russell chihuahua. He's very yappy. He's a real like if, if people that have either one of those or both of those dogs, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They eat them small to medium like they talk a lot. They get mad at everybody. I mean, he's cute. People love him. He's got his people. I love him, too. But he's a mess. And especially when we got we got him as a puppy, we got him at four months old and just we lived on the third floor in the apartment complex that we stayed in. And I promise you, just like every single sound, whether it was like a bird outside, like hitting a tree or like somebody walking up the steps, every single little sound would just like throw him off. So basically we got, we got Google homes. Yeah. I brought the smart speakers in my house to listen to me. Here I am talking about data and big brother and I got a Google home in my house. But anyway, (laughs) um, we got, we, we got a Google home and at, um, at night I would play, uh, the coffee table jazz playlist on Spotify to just like have something in the background. That's not, you know, like the fan or whatever (laughs) that's, so that way he can't, he, he won't be distracted by like all the, the sounds that he hears outside. So basically my Spotify raps and I had been doing, I've been playing coffee table jazz for him at night for years. So my, uh my Spotify stats had always been fucked up until uh this year. This is the first year where the entire year I, I stopped, I stopped doing the coffee table jazz stuff around him. Like last year, where we moved to where we're at right now. Cause like at this point he just, he don't really bark as much. He, he getting older. I think he's, he's getting some discernment or at least he's, he's getting, too lazy to be barking (laughs) as often as he used to. I don't know, but he he don't do it as much. So I don't have to like leave music on in the background for him. So, um, this is the first year in a long time where my Spotify rap is actually accurate. Um, that being said, (laughs) when I looked at my data spat back to me again, the data that I put into Spotify, this is the music that I supposedly spent my time with. When I looked at it, <laughs> given back to me, I was somewhat appalled. Now, if you're if you're watching the video, I'm gonna put the graphic on the screen so you can just see it all at once. Um, but I'm also gonna talk about it line by line. I'm, I'm I've got the the basically the overall graphic that tells you uh, your top artists, your top five artists, your top five songs, uh, how many minutes you've listened to music on Spotify, and your top genre. Um, And I just want to discuss some of my results and talk about (laughs) how we got here. And also, I feel like I want to take the opportunity to um, talk about some of these songs and some of these artists because I haven't had the opportunity to talk about some of what is on my list. I can't really say I'm all that upset with. How it turned out because first of all, it's what I did. I can't be mad at me. I mean, I, I you can be mad at yourself all the time, but like I'm not really mad at myself. Like I, <laughs> the the big thing that I have, I can't say a problem with, but my top artist, my number one artist is Kendrick Lamar. Um, we're gonna we're gonna talk more about that next week, but I'm gonna get into it a little bit. But anyway, I'm I'm, I'm going all over the place. My so it says the minutes that I've listened uh, to music this year on Spotify, thirty four thousand. In 40 minutes. So if I'm gonna do a quick little calculation, let's go minutes <laughs> to hours. Let's see. Okay, so we're gonna go 3404. Oh, that's 567 hours. Okay, now if we take hours day, five six seven point three three three. Okay, 23.6 days worth of music. So almost a month. You know, like three three and a half weeks worth of music. I guess on, on Spotify, that's not too bad. I, I feel like I have been listening to. I've been watching a lot more podcasts. I've been listening to a lot more stuff on YouTube, um, so I guess that that makes sense. That makes sense. It's not it's not a, it's not as high as a number as I expected. My top genre being rap, I can I can understand that too. Um, a lot of my my top artists, which we'll get to in a minute, um, are rappers, and I, I did listen to a lot of rap albums this year that I really enjoyed. So I, I definitely I, I'm not I'm not arguing that one. Let's go to top songs, and I'm gonna start with number five. My number five top song, according to my data, is "Walking" by Denzel Curry off of uh, "Melt My Eyes, See Your Future." I don't think that I've had the opportunity to talk about that Denzel Curry album yet. I don't. I'm pretty sure I haven't reviewed it yet. Um, but it's probably one. Not probably. It is one of my favorite rap albums this year, if not the favorite. Question mark? Is like maybe one or two other albums that kind of fight there but anyway um melt my eye see a future like i i have honestly like i have enjoyed denzel curry's like last two or three projects in particular like but this one takes the cake for me it is like a perfect blend of like jazz crazy weirdo rap <laughs> also like fun shit uh posse cuts like it's just a really good but like Walk in, honestly all of the singles on melt my eye see your future are stand out but like when i heard that song I freaked the fuck out. Like, you know me, I'm an album person, so I like listening to stuff. you know, I heard the 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 melt session number one, which is the intro with him and Robert Glasper. It was going in. And I love that song, and it just like, and, you know, I love my transitions and it sequences right into walking and it starts off real slow. And I would literally be on a walk like at my last job, <laughs> listen to this song. And when it changes, keep on walking. Ain't no stopping in this 30, 50, writing. I was like, I said, oh, there's a curry snapping, bro. This a curry snapping. I love this song. I love this song to death. So well placed. Well placed. Number five. My number four song um, is Break My Soul by Beyonce, which, again, warranted totally makes sense i mean it's the single from the album uh so before the album actually came out i did play that song a lot uh when i first heard it i was like you know we we all we all had the same feeling a lot of us were a little more like hope the whole album ain't like this but now look at us now now look at us eating more renaissance now look at us eating (laughs) it's great it's great break my soul don't have to say much about that my number three song was dog food featuring denzel curry by idk uh, he used to go by JIDK, um, but he has this uh, EP out with K-Tronada called "Simple Simple," and that shit is fire. It is, it is so good. IDK I can wrap his ass off. Like I, I have, I think I've become a recent fan. Like I remember seeing uh, commercials for his for his music on like for his mixtapes on Adult Swim at one point, and then I also remember um, the guys from Dead End would talk about him every now and then. So I, uh, I got into him with his, like, last couple albums, but this EP, you know, you put KTR out on anything, sign me up all day, all day. And I heard Dog Food was, again, the single from that uh, that EP, which is, again, if you have not heard it, that shit is crazy. And Denzel Curry is on that as well, rapping his fucking ass off. It's just, it's so good. It's so good. And I, honestly, I expected that one to be, not number three makes sense. Number, I expected that one to be in my top three, so I wasn't too mad at it. My number two song, I expected to be in my number one song, and I'm a little I'm a little confused by that. This is what I'm saying. Somebody, something ain't right here. Uh, (laughs) My number two song was Sunshine by Steve Lacey featuring Fouché. Um, that Steve Lacey album is, uh, in my top three <laughs> spoilers for my end of the year discussion video. It is, it is so good. It is so good. I know that he's become like a TikTok star and, and, and people are saying that he's a diva cause he'd be at a show to help people to shut the fuck up. But goddamn, li- listen, 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 I have been a Steve Lacey fan since the internet. Like ego death is probably my favorite internet album, um, which I feel like he was, he was like first featured on a lot. Uh, and then his solo work, like the demo tape and uh, the, the lo-fi tape, Apollo, like it, this, his, he's been working on like Kendrick's albums and like just all kinds of other stuff. It, he's got that like very distinct way of playing and distinct sound to where like, The same way that I know, oh, that's Thundercat on the (laughs) bass. The same way that I know that that's Thundercat on something, I can tell when Steve Lacey's on something even before I see that he's been credited to something. So anyway, Sunshine is, uh, you know, I know the big song on uh, Gemini, Uh, Gemini writes is Bad Habit and don't get me wrong that song is amazing it's great deserves to be you know the number one song that it is but Sunshine is the song that I ran into the fucking ground (laughs) okay like I went I went ham on that song like I still I'm still honestly flabbergasted that it's not my number one song the number one song on my list came out of nowhere because I truly forgot how much of a grip this song had and this song didn't even come out this year y'all like everything on this list came out this year except for this last song (laughs) all right um my 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 number one song on my list is f-u-c-k by uh victoria monet and (sighs) lord 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 the grip (laughs) that this song had on me this year i love victoria monet um she (laughs) <laughs> she uh I, I originally came to know her as uh, Ariana Grande's friend. I remember, uh, you know, my, my wife, Danny went to Ariana Grande concert with Kim and uh, Victoria Monet opened like way before she had like music out. Like this is before Jaguar. I think it was back in like 2017 or whatever. But they came home and I remember them specifically. They were telling me like, yeah, she had this, she had this opener. I guess it was maybe one of her friends, but she really didn't have no stage presence and so she was singing other people's songs or something like that. And I was, and I remember they said Victoria Monet. And then I remember uh, before Jaguar came out, it was the song with with her and Ariana on it, Monopoly, and that shit was catchy as hell. To the point where like Danny would be playing that shit all the time, and I'd be looking at her like, "Didn't you tell me that this was the this was the girl that you said you didn't like that wasn't very good? Like, what do you what's happening? I fuck with this song too. Then I heard Jaguar, and I was like, "This ain't nah, nah, nah. You must have been talking about somebody else. It must have been Victoria Monet, like spelled like Janelle Monet, not E.T., not Monet, <laughs> but Monet. Anyway." um jaguar is heat i'm still waiting on the i thought we were supposed to be getting the deluxe edition um this year and i would have expected this song to be on it but i cannot tell you how i came across this song i think it was like an algorithm thing like i, I was listening to or put together a playlist this year and this song came in my feet and i, I said when well, she said is your favorite color blue because you something like my crib tonight i said <laughs> <laughs> like that line is so smooth that lie is so smooth, man. I love that. I I, I love a good cheesy, corny. R&B acronym song like like fucking uh, B.U.D.D.Y. by Music Soul Child or uh, uh, battery battery operated buddy by Raheem Devine. You know what I'm saying? Like I love a good like cheesy acronym. (laughs) uh, But like this is not. It's like it's sexy. That's one thing I love about Victoria Monet's music. And like I I, and I also forgot that this was the song because everybody knows like that viral clip. If I can find it, I'll I'll embed it in the video. But like (laughs) everybody remembers that viral clip of like Victoria Monet doing some real bisexual shit on stage with somebody and everybody was like oh my god like we was all like you know clutching our pearls this was the song f-u-c-k was the song (laughs) and i didn't i didn't put two and two together until i went back and found that clip and i was like oh duh duh that song is so good so good and i love a song that breaks down and turns into something different in the second half goddamn victoria Monet, stop playing with us give us the deluxe of jaguar give us whatever the next thing is i need it i'll be at the concert the song had a hold on me I don't listen to it as much anymore. I'll be honest, but the <laughs> Lord. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, those are my top five songs. We got "Walking" by Denzel Curry, "Break My Soul" by Beyonce, "Dog Food" by IDK, "Sunshine" by uh by Steve Lacy, and "Fuck" by Victoria Monet. My top five artists, and this is where again, okay, let's just start off the bat. I'm ashamed and honestly appalled to see that there is Beyonce is not on my top five. I don't know. I know I had that whole episode about renaissance it is it is still my album of the year which is again i don't understand how she didn't at least crack the top five but maybe i was listening to it offline maybe i was listening to it on on danny's phone I, i'm not sure but i know that i listen to this album more than like a good bit of what's on my top five but anyway i digress this, this is the part where the payola might have came in number five not this first one because number five makes sense number five on oh, my top artist is uyama hiroto which if you're familiar with Nujabes back in the day, R.I.P., one of my favorite producers from back in the day. Um, <clears throat> he was basically, he worked a lot with Nujabes um, back in the day, played a lot of, uh, what's that instrument, soprano sax. Uh, but he, uh, he, he played a lot with him, and he has his own solo work that I really enjoy. And uh, the same way that I, I listen to Nujabes in the background, um, whenever I'm just like working or I'm in like deep focus mode, I listen to U- Uyama Hiroto's uh, last couple albums. And he came out with some new singles this year too that are actually really good. Um, so if you haven't listened to his music, uh, my favorite albums are "A Son of the Sun" and uh, "Freeform Jazz" are both like just absolutely amazing. "Freeform Jazz" I literally just put on. I just let that shit run sometimes. Like it's. It's it's very much removed from Nujabes' style and is more just like straight up jazz. (laughs) It does still have some of that like Nujabes like hip hop jazz flair to it for sure, but um, it is just it's just really fucking good. But anyway, um, so that one I guess makes sense. Number four uh, on my top artist is Jasmine Sullivan, which I was surprised by. I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) Number four. I, okay, so to explain this, she came out with a deluxe edition of her album, uh, Hotels. She came out with Hotels, Motels um, with like, shit, six, seven new songs. It was basically like a double album. Um, she had new interludes on it. She had new songs like Hurt Me So Good and Tragic. Uh, and it was really, I mean, not I just found the regular edition this year. And I'm ashamed to say that I just started listening to the regular edition of hotels, like early January. And then she literally announced the deluxe edition, like maybe a few weeks after that. And I was just like, wait. And then, you know, Issa Ray starts it off and all of the songs are like, it's not one of those like, Oh, these are my B sides. Here you go. Like the songs are really fucking good. And I'm just like, yo, she can sing. she can literally sing about anything. (laughs) <laughs> to me, because her voice is so strong, and like the imagery is really good, the interludes and like the the tales like really add to the to the to the depth of the album itself. Like it's really fucking good. So that album also definitely had a hold on me for a while. Like I was floored for a minute, and especially like once she started winning awards and everything, I was oh yes, oh yes. You know I me, mean? I, I love when. Is it, is it me? Let me know in the comments. But like when when your favorite artist wins awards, do you listen to their albums more to kind of like be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? This the this the album of the year. This the this the song of the year. You know, I feel like I do that sometimes. But if, if I'm alone on an island like that, if I'm just lame, let me know in the comments. Um, so anyway, yeah, Jasmine Sullivan being my number four artist like I get it. I, I'm not upset. I get it. I get it. I get it. And the album is really good. My number three artist being Denzel Curry. After everything that I just said about the top songs just now and about his album, Melt My Eyes, See Your Future. Not a surprise. Totally get that. Expected it. Uh, like I said, the album definitely had a grip on me. Uh, you know, the, the the albums that come out early in the year usually have an advantage anyway when it comes to these lists. Um, and I think what Denzel Curry's album came out in February or March. It was pretty early in the year. <clears throat> okay my number two artist uh which honestly i'm surprised none of their songs came up in my top songs but earth gang being my number two artist definitely makes sense because uh if people that remember my ghetto gods review which was i believe the last review that i did live before we started doing the weekly episodes like this um if you haven't watched that one definitely go back and watch my uh ghetto gods review but i still stand by the fact that like that album was made for me. <laughs> like I know I say that on a personal level because, like I said, I I grew up and like was in the same neighborhoods as the people that like uh, you know the people in Earth Gang. But like it's it truly like that album resonated with me on a personal level. Like not it wasn't just the places that they were mentioning or like the 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 themes of it. You know, just like growing up, like toxic masculinity and like trying to growing out and becoming your own person, and, like forging your own way. I mean, we hear that kind of stuff in rap all the time, for sure. It's not necessarily it's it's literally just the way like only those two guys could do what they did on the album. And it's just, it's rare that I think we, we hear people kind of talk about a lot of the same topics, a lot in music and and rap. uh, And I think it takes a special kind of (laughs) sauce to make an album that like hits on all of the, the hits and the points, but also like resonates on a personal level and also brings in and like makes other people who, who, can relate to it in a certain way like feel like oh i'm there i'm with you on that like that album uh ghetto guys is special it it is it is a special album it won't get the recognition that it deserves until maybe much later i feel like i mean i saw a lot of people um earth gang was sharing a lot of uh people that had earth gang and jid in particular in like their top one percent their top oh one you know They're, they're in dreamville so they have a fervent fan base for sure um but i just i feel like we've got enough evidence at this point to start including earth gang more seriously in these conversations of like they doing a damn thing when it comes to like Atlanta rap. And I just, I don't hear it enough personally, to be honest. Um, ghetto guys was just a, it was a standout album on a lot of levels for me. So I'm not surprised by that one. Not surprised by that one at all. Um, <clears throat> my number one artist is Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> and honestly, that's a bit controversial for me. <laughs> because people may have noticed I haven't talked much about Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers this year. Uh it, that's obviously that album is why it's uh at the top of my list is because I have apparently <laughs> played that album so much that Beyonce never made it to the top 5 artists. Uh that I played that album so much that it beat off Earth Gang, which I thought would have been my number one album. I thought Earth Gang would have been my my top artist, to be honest, and I was excited to share that. But uh, apparently, Kendrick Lamar and Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers in particular had a grand hold on me. Now, I will say, before I get, and I'm not gonna get into a full review right now, what I am, cause, because I don't want, I want this episode to be mainly about the Spotify raps, and I, and I wanna talk about how my rap is making me look a little sus, but this is also a springboard for me to talk about Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, which I will fully review and discuss next week on Jukebox 2. But for now, I do want to say like I, I enjoyed it, but it's not something that I ever rush back to. Every time that I think about the album, I play it in full again, and I, and I stop, and I'm just like, it was good, but like, when is the next time I'm going gonna, gonna to do this again? But like, in the very beginning, when the album first came out, and matter of fact, before the album came out, um, when the single, you know, The Heart Part 5 came out, uh, and I played, I mean, I know on YouTube, that's probably my most played video, because I played that song into the fucking ground. Um, but then eventually, when they, when he put it on the album for, uh, for Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers is the last song, I'm sure that probably contributes to why he's my top artist. But also, um, I forgot where I was going with that point, so you're going to have to forgive me on that one. Uh- <laughs> I got lost. Oh, I was talking about how the how the numbers could have got up when the when the album first came out. We all have listened to it, right? We all know how how strange it is in a lot of ways. That, like I said, I'm gonna get more into next week, and it doesn't lend itself to easy listening. It is not not that Kendrick is a master of easy listening music to begin with, even though I think Damn did a, a very good job of like just making music you can just have in the background and like listen to um but he's not the king of like easy listening in the first place but like this album is very very tough (laughs) in a lot of ways and uh it doesn't lend itself to to playing over and over and over again but what i will say is in an effort to like fall in love with the album i can see a world and clearly the data is saying that this world is the real world i can see a world (laughs) where i play the album In order to try and get it to click better, so like I'm 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 playing it over and over and over again. Like, why is this not coming together yet? Yeah, I really like United in Grief. N95 is good, but like it's a lot in the middle that like I just I don't like and I could do without. I'm really I'm I'm, see no I'm doing it right now. Anyway, my number one album, my number one artist was apparently Kendrick Lamar, and I think it was because of Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Even though I struggle to say that I liked the album. I'm still like, when that, when I, I don't want there to be any misconception when I'm telling you right now that on my Spotify raps, Kendrick made it to my number one. And when we get two weeks from now, when we talk about the end of the year list, I don't, I really don't. I just have to be honest. I don't see this album making my top 10. So I don't want there to be any confusion about that, <laughs> which is why we're going to talk about the album next week. Um, Because I I feel like I have to discuss this, how it made it to my number one artist in, I mean, he's like on the cover of my Spotify Wrapped uh, graphic is, uh, it's crazy to me. He must've paid somebody off. I can't tell you the system is rigged TDE, or I guess actually he's not signed on TDE anymore. PG lane. They did something. They did something. I can't tell you what it is. Anyway, uh, that's basically my whole uh, Spotify rap right there. Uh, let me know what your Spotify rap looked like in the comments below. What I really want to know is how you feel about your Spotify rap. You can give me your top five or whatever you want to say. but like, Tell me when, when Spotify fed your data back to you, how did it make you feel <laughs> when you took a look at it? Were you embarrassed like I was? Were you happy like, oh, yeah, was it all just Beyonce, 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 Drake, and you were just cool with it? Um, let me know in the comments. Tell me, tell me what you what you got into. All right. Um, so what I want to get in the habit of, I know I said this a few episodes ago, but I'm gonna you know get back to it now. Is every week uh, I'm encouraging y'all to leave comments in uh, on the YouTube video in the comment section. And a lot of y'all, like I said last week for the uh, <laughs> for the sweet yams episode, definitely uh, gave me some hilarious. I mean, I was dying laughing. Uh, Unicorny Kai, <laughs> Young Soul Brother, Trazzy K. Uh, Y'all were killing me in particular in the comments, but one comment that I wanted to save uh, for after the main topic, and I'll get to right now, uh, was something of more, it it was less of a comment and more of like a really good question that I didn't feel, I feel like I would have left like a whole paragraph uh, for them in, a whole essay really, in the comments, so I'd rather just bring it to the to the show as a question. And I want to encourage you all um, while you're leaving your comments, let me know how you felt about the episode or like what you want to hear next. I want to encourage you to also leave more uh, detailed and maybe open-ended questions like this. And then I can have maybe more of like a question and answer section at the end of a main topic. You know, trying to bring a little more structure to the show. I know people appreciate structure. Consistency and all that, um, so I appreciate y'all. But anyway, uh, last week's comment that I'm going to discuss today was from Alex Rodriguez, and he says, uh, "What's up, Jay Burritos? I was watching the 21 and Drake episode, and you mentioned how jaded you were by the direction of how the music industry moves in. I'm curious to know what is the biggest thing that makes you feel this jaded feeling. Now, I don't, I don't remember exactly what I said in that episode, but I, I can guess my my general sentiment because I know I like between. <laughs> Between the 21 and Drake, I mean, between the, the Drake shots at Megan and uh, Kanye's whole, like, Nazi anti-Semitism shit that he's been on right now, like, it's just been real exhausting. <laughs> so I can imagine that, like, in general, I was just like, this is making me feel just jaded in general. But maybe I'm pointing, I want to, I want to, like, clarify uh, your question and and say that, like, I don't think I, like, what I'm upset about isn't necessarily just a reflection of the music industry itself. Like, the music industry has been fucked since probably the very beginning of it, to be honest. Like, it's all that our favorite rappers were uh, rapping about back in the day, like in the 80s and 90s. And I mean, even today, about how, like, deals are fucked. I mean, we see articles all the time. Like, I'm not I'm not surprised that the music industry is corrupt, that people do deals and pay money to, to get in the rooms, that people close off and gatekeep and give access to certain people, even though certain people don't deserve certain access. You know, like, I, that is run-of-the-mill stuff for me. That's not really... What's making me upset more specifically, what makes me jaded about like just music in general is like seeing a lot of different things happen to a lot of my favorite artists, (laughs) to be honest. Like I just I just spoke on, uh, you know, Kanye's uh, last two months Uh, to be clear. And I know D.O.G.N. because you give me rightfully you give me shit for like not really clarifying my position on this it's fuck Kanye West like it's been like I know I, I in that last few that last episode it may have seemed that I was being a bit more sympathetic towards him but I was just trying to like show that I understand where pain comes from I don't under like I do not agree with any goddamn thing <laughs> that he has said truthfully in like the last six years I, I it's, it's been a long time Um, but that you know we we all process what we go through a little differently and I just choose not to go down the Hitler was a good guy route when it comes to dealing with my grief and pain that's just not where i want to go with it don't respect that don't agree with it fuck the guy um but that's that you know even that is a big part of like seeing the the thing that i try to get people to understand in that episode in particular is like the pain and the grief (laughs) that comes with i think a lot of people don't acknowledge that I, i i if you are one of the people that's like it's it's easy to just like not that it's easy, but just like, OK, once once such and such does something that's like, OK, you've gone over the line. OK, fuck him. I'm out. Great. I I, I'm, I definitely have that line that I draw with certain people, certain things. But like it's not an exaggeration to say that that man is my entry <laughs> into hip hop. Like he's part of the reason why I am so passionate about talking about music in general, why I love the samples that I love, the producers that I love. Like it's not an exaggeration to say any of that. So the the pain the the jadedness the cynicism comes from like seeing my favorite artists not even just again not singling in on Kanye but seeing my favorite artists get older and become literal Nazis and become black capitalists and black conservatives um to pretend like they're actually like about this militant shit but then actually they're just like talking a big talk and really just behind the scenes like doing whatever they got to do to keep money in their pocket you know what I mean like it when, when you when you get older and, and also your other artists get older and as people get older, for some reason, they tend to skew more conservative in the first place. Like the more money you get, the least the more removed you are from actual society, the more you just become this this monster of a person that somehow doesn't recognize. I, I don't recognize who a lot of my favorite artists are anymore, to be honest. Um, and that's, that, that's part of like seeing that happen in real time is what makes me like not only does it make me feel old, it just makes me feel upset. You know what I mean? Like I can always I mean, now I don't even feel comfortable going back to a lot of these artists music anymore because it just doesn't hit the same. Like I'm not one of those. I used to be. I, I thought I used to be one of those separate the art from the artist kind of people. But I'm just getting too old for that shit now. Like I can't listen to we, my favorite rap song in the world is We Major. I can't listen to that man at all anymore without thinking about everything that's been going on and just being frustrated and I can't literally enjoy the music anymore. Um you know, not to mention, like I said, the, the whole uh, uh, Drake line with the Stallion. I just feel like, in general, uh, there are people in the music industry that are just like playing with her. <laughs> and I mean, I know the, the matter of fact, this episode is coming out on the day I believe the the Tory Lanez trial is starting today. Um, and and this episode is coming out, and as I put this out, who knows what the hell is going on on the internet right now? Um, but I already see. I mean, the fact that that man even still has a fan base after two and a half years later, after all of that happening, after. Meg has come out and said that she was protecting him at first, that like she was trying to keep it chill until he started popping off. And um, you know, I feel like I, I I have seen in real time that like there are people that like are truly only his fans because of the fact that he says that he shot her and claims to be innocent. Like that's literally their only reason that they're they are only reasons they're only fans of that guy to hate on her, and that's just fucking weird to me. Um, the fact that literally the biggest artist, like the biggest rap slash pop artist of a generation in Drake can just like casually and callously drop a line like like he did in Circle Loco. And literally, like I said, nothing happened (laughs) is ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous like when when album time comes around when it's time for him to drop his next solo album or when he features on somebody's next album he's gonna he's gonna either get i mean he's gonna get the same type of praise that he's been getting either like drake's gotta either people are gonna be like oh his music sounds tired of the same or like there's not really gonna be any punishment isn't the word but just like th- there's there's no consequence <laughs> for what happens to her you know like and 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 Meg still has to like release her album and do a press tour, and her press tour, like for the last two and a half years, has basically all just been about this because it's such a big part of her life. I mean, she even had to like put it in the in the music, you know, and in the interviews, like. But she just can't seem to have no peace. And I just hope that this trial wraps up real quick, and uh, people are no no one's gonna apologize. No one's <laughs> no one's gonna <laughs> you know what I mean. Like there 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 won't be a a, a collective like damn girl, we did you wrong. (laughs) And that's, that's, that's another big part of like, what, what has me just upset in general. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm also just not Alex to be, to be fair. I'm not, I'm in a, I'm in a much more negative place than maybe I was five or six years ago, just from things happening in my life. I'm a lot better now, like, you know, doing the, doing the show and talking with y'all, like I'm definitely making progress and I'm, I'm in a much better place than I, I could say I was in maybe like last year, but Um, In general, my attitude towards just like hoping that things will change and get better and people will be held accountable is just very, very low. (laughs) Like it's just I'm I'm, I'm fresh out of like hope (laughs) at this point for a lot of things, because, again, it took decades for us to put R. Kelly behind bars, and apparently, while he was behind bars, he still found the time to release an album. You know what I mean? Like people were sharing on Twitter, being like, and there are still people on the internet going free R. Kelly that are not being funny. Like they're not trolls on 4chan. Like these are people's aunties and grand and grandpas, like, and people that just literally like, I don't give a fuck about what he did to them people. You know what I'm saying? Like, so again, it's not, it's not specifically. The music industry—it's really humanity. (laughs) If I'm being honest, like humanity fucking sucks. Like I don't know about anybody else, but like COVID, like the the pandemic has revealed a lot. Like people just really don't give a shit about a lot of stuff. And I, being the hopeful, optimistic, naive person that I am, um, I tend to to skew. I give everyone, a lot of people, too much rope. I give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, a lot of that, and I'm I'm starting to see that like you got to be kind of selective with your grace a little bit (laughs) and you got to you also got to be honest about the state of the world man i'm telling most of most people can't read (laughs) most people are illiterate they have no critical thinking skills they are easily swayed and it's easy to to forget a lot of that uh when you put your hope and faith in people doing the right thing so you know anyway hope that answers your question i didn't feel like putting all of that into a uh (laughs) to a comment but hopefully that answers your question alex and I want to encourage you to leave more comments like that because I enjoyed answering your question um yes <laughs> so as a recap uh thank you for listening to today's episode i want to remind you that uh this this podcast thrives off of engagement i th- I personally thrive off of engagement whenever I see my uh my podcast shared whenever I, I post that clip on Twitter and I see y'all quote tweeted and and just uh share my show around and, and talk about it uh, I really do appreciate it. Shout out to Radio Rahim in particular. Radio Rahim uh, started doing his streams again. And he actually, uh, was talking about my, uh, one of my episodes in real time on his stream, which is like fucking surreal to me. Like he, I, I he even asked me in, on Twitter, like, Hey, would this be okay if I, and you don't ever have to do that. Like whatever shares my content, you know, as long as you're not straight up, like biting my shit, you can talk about what I'm talking about. You can talk about me. I don't care. Please share me everywhere. I'm saying so, like I'm on YouTube. I'm on Twitch. I'm on Twitter everywhere. Jay Burritos. Uh, this podcast, Jukebox 2, Jukebox TWO, is on every podcast service. Uh, I'm trying to drop more consistently, even though I took last week off. But I'm here, and I got the next two episodes planned, so expect to see me soon. And uh, like I said, next week, we'll be talking about Kendrick Lamar's uh, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. And after that, we'll close out the year with my top 10 albums of the year. And I'm actually I was committed to at first I was like, I'm not going to put them in any order except number one and number two. And I just feel like that's fucking dumb. So I'm just going to put them all in order. I'm going to go from 10 to one and we're going to talk about them from top to bottom. I mean, from bottom to top. Um, and we're just gonna have a good time so yeah again follow me everywhere at j burritos please leave a comment let me know how you felt about the podcast uh how you felt about your spotify rap to what you want to see next week and i will talk to you next week peace